The Dooksie podcast is recorded on the land of the Wadi Wadi people of the Dharawal Nation. We would like to pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. This was and always will be Aboriginal land. And we're back with episode four of the Dooksie podcast. Hi, my little Dooksie fam, and hello to my beautiful co-host, Lana Filet Mignon. Hello. Hi, Dooks. How are you? Oh, my God. I am curled up in bed with my little blankie on, uh, recovering from my little heat stroke. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't even want to talk about it. But I'm going to anyway. Yeah, I'm ready. Um, just apologies in advance. My street has now become like a construction site slash like bus detour road. So if we hear like a lot of commotion going on, that is what it is. It's either that or it's the very um, colourful neighbourhood that I live in and someone's having a domestic in their backyard. Oh, we love we love it. One or the other. One or the other. Okay, but um, hang in there. So... How was your week, Dooks? Let's jump straight into it. Jumping straight in, diving straight in the deep end. I've, I had a really good week, actually. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, not a lot. I've spent a bit of time in the sun. I've been yes. doing a bit of bit of exercise. Winter I've also is over, Dooks. Oh, my God. Honestly, I... The day that spring started, I felt the depression leave my body. Literally, it was like this, like, jacket and someone just, like, ripped me out of it and I just emerged into spring like a beautiful butterfly. Oh, so true. Uh, How did we spend the first day of spring? I got very sunburned. Yes. What Sam and I say to ourselves every year is that we're going to spend time in the sun, get a bit sun-kissed, but what we fail to do is like, I would say that we're sun safe, but we're not like sun safe. You know what I mean? You can't sugarcoat. <laughs> we did not wear sunscreen. Sam did not wear sunscreen. I wore a little bit of sunscreen. I just wanted to get some color back into me. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. And the color I got was red. And the color I got was a little bit brown, but I felt red on the inside. <laughs> um yeah not cute everyone be sun safe and sun responsible unlike us do not follow direction very true (laughs) very true but other than that it was gorgeous day yesterday oh it was so stunning um yeah but uh i think i spent just like one too many minutes hours in the sun yeah I completely agree it was a little bit silly and yeah I was like dehydrated by 8 p.m last night and like apparently everyone heard me snoring <laughs> I crashed <laughs> that hard last night like I was snoring so loud that like my like my housemates in the room next to me were like we could hear you you like were out like a lot and I was like wow <laughs> oh my what a goodness for me. um anything else exciting happening this week dogs I don't think so. I do not think so. My uh, my boyfriend's getting his second dose of Pfizer this weekend, Amazing. which is exciting. It's very upsetting that um, I got vaccinated. I got my first dose before him, and he'll be fully vaccinated before me. But 
that is the price I paid and for you getting. Both will be fully vaccinated before I even get my first jab. Yeah, we're definitely very luck- lucky to be able to have access to it. So, yeah, I'm definitely feeling very grateful for that. Yeah, that's so good. I'm so excited to get my vaccination. I can't wait. Um, for me, this week I started running, which was crazy. I'm um, so happy. I'm so happy for you that you're like just trying something new. Yeah. So I started building up like stamina at the gym on a treadmill. Um, and let me tell you, the real life road is not the comfortability of a treadmill. It's not glamorous out there in the real life. It is not glamorous at all. I am doing a program called Couch to 5K, which just kind of like coaches you through um how to run for beginners which is super great and like let me tell you like not once did I feel like puffed out or exhausted or anything like that so like that was like a really big achievement for me as like I don't consider myself to be a runner at all so that was really great but then like the other side to it is like my ankles are really sore so I just didn't think I had like the proper like footwear or like I don't know many factors like I didn't really look into it as much but um yeah I'm like super proud of myself for trying something new yeah that's awesome yeah it was pretty cool did you get yourself new sneakers I did get myself new sneakers (laughs) (laughs) Um, as you know you know the dukes once we like begin a new hobby we're like we have to buy everything new (laughs) oh my god literally me today I was like I think I'm going to do this new exercise program. And Matt was like, oh, like, are you going to have to purchase it? And I was like, yeah. I was like, and I think I need to get this, like, body scan to really commit to it. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, so you're just talking about spending all this money. Like, why? And I was like, because I need to. Literally. I was like, don't question me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing about the dogs. We don't take criticism well. <laughs> Especially for like things that we want to try. Completely. And you and I are each other's biggest support network too. Like you could literally come to me and be like, I think I want to try competitive skydiving. And I'd be like, yes, I think you're built for it. (laughs) Yeah. And um, from that running um, experience, the one time that I did run, um, Sam and I will be entering into uh, the Jarvis Bay yeah if anyone else wants to do the Jarvis Bay Marathon with us um yeah I did I like I saw it it popped up on my Facebook and I was like you know what that sounds like me that sounds like an activity for me (laughs) I've never for for greater context unlike my fellow dorks I don't believe in running (laughs) not even not even semi believe in running so I, oh god <laughs> it is time for hot or not hot or not big hotty big naughty okay dogs what have you got for me this week okay we need to make a general commitment to this topic like 
so what I'm about to say, I think has gone completely out of fashion trend, but I need someone to confirm this with me. Okay. Okay. Thongs or flip-flops for anybody who doesn't call them thongs, especially Havana's or Havianas. <gasps> oh my God. They have gone out of fashion, haven't they? Right? Like not once have I thought I need to buy a new pair of thongs. It's so true. And, you know, it's like I feel like because I haven't been at work, I can't confirm or deny this, but anyone that lives in Bondi and specifically uses the Bondi train station, can yeah. someone confirm is the is the Javiana's vending machine still there? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Because, yeah, go. Well, I feel like that would be a good mark. It would. As to whether they're still in use. It would. Like, I was thinking about it, like, I mean, yesterday um, we headed down to the beach and I was thinking about it and I was like, I do not have a pair of thongs, which is so odd because I live right, oh, I just like punched something. I was so aggressive, <laughs> so passionate about what I'm saying. Um, I do not have thongs. I don't know why. Like, have they gone out of fashion? Like, you know, like when you were like little and like you were shopping and like you would go to like City Beach when you were like 12 and there would be like a wall of Havanas and then like they started bringing out like the trends where you could like put like a little like gem on them or like things like that. Really gone out the window and I was like, why? What happened to thongs? I, I mean, first of all, that is news to me that you could get like beads and fun things for them because I grew up in the bush, darling, and it, we didn't have a city beach. We had, um, <laughs> we had urban beach. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, which very different, not a, not a chain. Um, but they did have the wall of Javianas as well. Yeah. Um, but my, de- my father, beautiful man, biggest stinge. He um, was like, why would I pay $35 for a pair of thongs when I can get a $2 pair of plugs from Big W? (laughs) I remember, like, I went shopping with my dad and I think it was, like, end of the year, um, like, end of year sale or end of season sale, I should say, um, where, like, all the thongs from City Beach or, like, Urban Beach, as you like to call it, (laughs) like, they go into, like, a big bin. (laughs) You know, those, like, big, like, paper, they're almost, like, big boxes. Yeah. And I remember my dad was like, you need a new pair of thongs? Pulled out a pair of billabong thongs. He's like, here you go. And that was $7. (laughs) And they laughed at me, like, I couldn't even tell you how many summers. But my dad was like, remember this. This will be, like, the best $7 you've ever spent. (laughs) (laughs) But I think I'm going to say not. Thongs are a knot. Yeah. They were replaced. They were replaced with slides. Slides and like Jesus sandals. Like I have a oh, pair of um my teavers. Your teavers and um I have Birkenstocks, which are fake Birkenstocks. They're yeah. like uh, from Platypus or something. Um, but yeah, like those shoes like came in, and I remember when I was young, and if I could, like little me could. I, like saw me wearing those Jesus sandals she'd be like what the actual literal fuck are you wearing and I'm like girl they're so comfortable <laughs> you know what I my mum put me in sandals like my entire primary school yeah I went in summer I went in I went in me jandies in me sandals 
<laughs> and did you I, have jandies with the strap on the back? Oh yeah, <laughs> like proper ugly sandals. And look, I'm being embarrassed to admit this. I think they came from Rivers. Yeah, but you know what? Comfy and iconic, and like oh, oh I like I'm. It's like kind of triggering for me now as an adult to think about the fact that I used to come home from like. Um, like year two in the middle of summer yeah. and like the bottom of my feet would have like turned black because I'd go and play cars in the dirt and all the dirt would flick into the bottom of my sandal and like the sweat and, and like the bottom of my feet would turn black from all the caked up dirt. Wow. I'm painting a really strong picture. <laughs> wow. And now it's like, I wouldn't even allow myself to walk into this house. If like, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm a barefoot queen. Like, Me I too. I love wearing no shoes. Me too. But, but Matt would kill me. Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not even allowed to walk onto the back patio without shoes on. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting. So what was the general consensus, Snooks? It was a hot or not? It was a not. It was a not for thongs. Yeah, not for thongs. Yeah, I would also say so. Hmm. What about you? Did you bring anything to the table? I do have one. All right, give it to me. Physical touch as a love language. Hot or not? Hot or not. And by this, I feel like to give context to people, my partner loves physical, like just loves to be in contact with me (laughs) at all times. Mm. Like I'll be sitting on the lounge and he'll be sitting on the opposite end of the lounge but he just needs to be in contact with me. So he'll like put his foot on me <laughs> or like we'll be laying in bed, both watching TikToks, but he like has to like be right beside me so he can touch me. Mm. And I hate it. <laughs> I, I, ugh, oh, I'm a time and place gal. You know, there's a time and a place for physical contact um I look (laughs) I don't like I think because like not to bring COVID into this but I'm going to I think being in lockdown twice now like in New South Wales like I feel like if I have something touching me I automatically feel overwhelmed yeah like, and it's only gotten, like, this trait has only developed in lockdown. Like, if I'm just being, like, smothered and I don't like, like, or being, like, hovered, I hate when people, like, hover around me. Oh, <laughs> that's like, like, sometimes I'm, like, watching a show. Like, I've been binging Sex in the City. Love. love Sex in the City. Love. He does not enjoy it, but he watches me watch it. <laughs> it's like I'm being touched. Like, yeah, I almost think hovering is worse. Worst. It's worse. It's it's so much worse. And like I don't get me wrong, love cuddles, love kisses, love, totally love getting sexy timed, like love yeah. it all, love it all. But yeah, I also love my own space. Like I love being alone as well. Like Me I'm, too. I'm very much a lover and an individual in one, but like as a love language, like I, who am I to be like, no, your love language is wrong. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, I like I'm all for like a little cuddle. And then like, so like, for example, before bed, me and Michael will like have a little cuddle and then I like literally kick him away. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, I can't. Like, I love you so much, but I cannot do it. So like, I don't know, but I also don't know if that's both of our love love languages. Like Michael's love language is um, quality time. And mine is a fusion between acts of service and words of affirmation. Like I love to buy people things. <laughs> I also love receiving, like I love a present. Mm. Don't get me wrong. Love a present. But I also just like love buying people stuff. It, like someone's like, I like that. I'm like, boom, here you go. Totally. <laughs> you have totally. Um, But yeah like physical touch I don't know I'm like really iffy on that and like it it's totally like thrown me because of the pandemic so um I'm gonna like wrap all of that up and say that not is my answer for physical touch as a love language me too snorks (laughs) I'm so glad I'm so excited for this next segment. (sighs) We premiered this segment last week. It's a little game, uh, what we like to call, where are they now? Now, we did get get a bit of a uh, response from the listeners about this segment last week, and we were accused of Wes Car Erasure. Now, we would just like to come on here and formally apologise for the Wes Car erasure. We did not mean to erase Wes Car from the list of ex-Australian Idol stars. But uh, as it turns out, because we really were like, you're right, we should have included Wes Car. As it turns out, after doing some research, no social media presence, no website. Nothing. Wes Car. He's, he erased himself. Literally. We were going to reach out to Wes Carr and get him to send a message to our beautiful friend Lily to be like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> but I couldn't find any contact info. No, we couldn't find Wes Carr. We couldn't find him. So, Wes, if you're listening, hello. We haven't forgotten about you um, and we hope you're well. Completely. We yeah. hope you're so well. Um, but today... So- uh, where are they now? Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Chris Angel, Mind Freak. Icon. Iconic. I loved Chris Angel, Mind Freak. And if you look at me from an exterior judgment, everyone in the world, even when I was a child, was like, why are you obsessed with Chris Angel, Mind Freak. Like, you do not look like the type of person who would even, like, step near Chris Angel, Mind Freak. But I am obsessed with him. Tell me why, Dorks. I want to know. <laughs> no. Um, so when we got Foxtel, um, he had, like, his own, like, his own, like, reality TV show, in fact, <laughs> called Chris Angel, Mind Freak. Yeah. I actually thought... <laughs> To be fair, like we were researching this and I thought Chris Angel Mind Freak was his name. <laughs> <laughs> not 
the show. Like, his name was just Chris Angel. <laughs> Surprise. Um, I just thought he was, like, amazing. And I love, like, magic. <laughs> and, like, I'm, I'm like, really gullible. <laughs> and um, I just love up-close magic, like Penn and Teller or, like, um, Penn and Teller have a show called, um, like, Fool Us or something like that obsessed chris angel mind freak obsessed like he would just like chain himself to a building and then like fly off the building or something and i'd be like that is the best tv you could get (laughs) oh like let's never forget when he buried himself alive oh another excellent what's your favorite okay stunt that he ever did my favorite stunt ever was when chris angel mind freak walked on water like the lord and savior like the Lord and Savior. And I remember it was like, it was like a big television event. Everyone was like, it was like Chris Angel walks over. I think it was like a really famous like river or something. Like he was going to walk across the river. And like, it was like a huge Fox 8, you know, like Fox 8, like hyped the wrestling. It was like the same thing as um, the like wrestling hype. It's like nah, same promo, same music, whatever. It was like, will he make it across this like river? And I was like, you're fucking kidding. This is brilliant. Went to school and I was like, Chris Angel Mind Freak is about to walk across the river. And then some girl was like, you know, that's fake. And I was like, what? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you say that? Like you'll never be Chris Angel Mind Freak, you know? Completely. And like, or when he used to just like hypnotize people in the street. <laughs> Mad. Like I used to like pray, like actually pray to God, like like he would come to Sydney and he'd hypnotize me. <laughs> oh. But yeah, me and my brother used to like play mind freak. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, we used to like take turns of being Chris and then take turns of being the person who got hypnotized. Like we just used to play. That's mad. What about you? What's your Chris Angel experience? I think my favourite one that he ever did, and in stark comparison to your walk on water stunt, yeah, um, was when he um put that pencil in the um in the fish tank and then he spun it around. <laughs> I was like, wow, there's no faking that. How did he do that? Literally, yeah. So, uh, where are they now, Chris Angel Mind Freak? Well, um, this is iconic, and I like I strongly recommend that everyone go on his Instagram. He has launched his own restaurant. Oh my god! And it's called uh, it's like called Chris Angel B B L P, which stands yeah. for Breakfast, Lunch, and Pizza. <laughs> So, uh, and it's just had its grand reopening. I think uh, I, I didn't quite stalk back far enough to work out what happened, but I think it must have been going. It must have, like, opened before COVID. Yeah. And then, like, everything happened and now it's, like, had its grand reopening. Wow. But incredible, obviously. He's also got a current Vegas residency. And as I was doing research, I shit you not, I almost booked a ticket. Like with subconsciously, like this is what I mean. I get like trapped in these like, like after, not after pay, but like 
like internet shopping holes that it was like Chris Angel. I was like, I've always wanted to see Chris Angel live, buy a ticket. And then I looked, it was like Las Vegas. And I was like, what? <laughs> We're in lockdown. <laughs> Did you see the promo video for it though? Because he literally like walks on a ladder and like flies. Right? He's amazing. He's Incredible. So amazing. <laughs> I can't. Who like people who like put their body and mind through all of that is just like amazing incredible he also his long-term partner is an australian woman it's me just kidding (laughs) um and they have two kids together and i believe that she is pregnant with a third child oh my god baby mind freak yeah incredible love it yeah so chris angel still a mind freak he's still a mind freak guys he's so cool and like yeah, we were researching into his family um, stuff and he has a pretty, like, hectic personal life. So we thought we would keep it light. But if you do want to do some research into it, please do. He's such a sick dude. Haven't met him, but I'm sure he's, like, yeah, he's pretty cool. Do you know what I think my favourite thing is, though? What's is that? that? Is that Chris Angel Mindfreak, the illusionist, the magician, also... Christian is he yeah there you go I remember his intro was like uh, one of those like statue angels in a graveyard (laughs) and I was like oh my god she's gonna like jump out and like get me (laughs) oh my god oh (sighs) Chris Angel mind freak illusion illusionist legend pizzeria Well, we are now on to this week's delicious talking point. And this week, me and me and Madooks decided we wanted to talk about <laughs> cringy internet culture of the early 2000s. Oh, Specifically, boy. like, cringy internet culture of when we were in high school. Yeah. Like, like late primary school to high school. Woofer. Like, I could literally talk about the weird shit that I did on the internet for hours. Me too. And I think like part of that is like our generation is one of the first to grow up having the internet. Like for our whole, for our whole growing up. Yeah. Yeah. I like briefly remember a time without the internet, but like, Honestly, I just, I can't really remember, like, a time without it. You know what I mean? Completely. And, like, oh, my God. Um, it was, like, yeah, I don't remember it being, like, a phenomenon. Like, I mean, like, our parents remember, like, getting it or, like, even, like, our cousins really, like, have getting it and it being this, like, cultural phenomenon, I suppose. But, like, we just got it and then, like, we were, like, in this in-between, like, generational thing like because we're born in 97 so like we like yeah like you said we grew up with it and then like have watched it just like completely change into something different totally like it's funny too because like I think we had this we've had this conversation before of being like are we getting too old for the internet yeah like 
because we see some of the things that like young people are doing now, particularly with like TikTok and stuff. And we're like, this is, this is so cringe. Or like so far out of our reach. Yeah. And it's like, is it a bad thing or are we actually just like, have we outgrown it? Yeah. Um, well, this conversation sparked in my household the other day. Like, do you remember your first phone with internet? Yes. And like having to buy credit and then, oh. yeah. Yeah. I remember I used to have, um, I had like kind of like a web slider, but it like wasn't a web slider. Yeah, me too. I didn't have, the, I couldn't use the Facebook app on it because um, it like, it like wasn't compatible. So I used to have to get this other app called, I, I feel like it was called tribe or something like that. Oh my God. And, and from that, I could then respond to my Facebook messages. Yes. Literally. Yes. Oh my God. I fully remember that. Hectic. Um, and like data was expensive to have and it would, you would get like two gigs. Literally, it'll be like 30 bucks for two gigs. And like, yeah, you get two gigs, you'd like log on to Facebook and then like the second time, like you'd get like a notification and then your data would be out. Exactly. Like, oh, and then like, remember like having to like switch your data on and off and things like that. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. But um, let's let's take a step back from data and um, really like hone into our MSN days. Oh, very humble beginnings. Our very humble beginnings of our social media influences. So you had an MSN. I did have an MSN. What was your MSN email? Oh, I don't even remember. Really? Yeah, I feel like it was something really basic because I want to say that my parents set up my MSN for me. Right. Right. So mine was... Lana underscore is with three Z's underscore famous with also like five or six Z's at hotmail.com. No. Oh my God. My parents didn't set my MSN up. I remember what mine was. Yeah. It was, I had a lot of underscores as well. It was Sam underscore is underscore awesome at hotmail.com. Yeah. Like fucking genie, like so creative, right? (laughs) I'm already cringing and we haven't even gotten into the juicy bit. No. Sam is awesome. Lana is famous. (laughs) And nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. We are still those people. (laughs) Um, So, like, I don't know about your school or, like, how MSN culture was around, like, your school. And, like, maybe people listening, I don't really know but hopefully all of you remember what msn is but if you don't it was like an instant messaging app it wasn't even an app it was like a a website yeah oh no it kind of wasn't i don't know there was like an instant instant messaging service um and then like literally you'd like be like all right see you see you friend at school i'll talk to you on msn literally run home dump your bag and then jump on like wow school was such a drag (laughs) and it's funny because I feel like so many people had Skype. I never used Skype. I used MSN video chat. Me too. Me too. I had Skype like later in the game, like before FaceTime was a big thing. I had Skype. Yeah, right. Okay. I never Skyped. I went from, 
I went from MSN with MSN video chat to yeah. straight to Facebook video chat. Yeah. So I had MSN and Bebo, which oh. Bebo was like a whole, like, it was like the Facebook before Facebook and you could like change your background. And that's the only reason I had it because you could change your background to like the Playboy bunny that would like sparkle. And me being nine years old was like, this is fucking sexy. <laughs> and like, have it. And then so Bebo was like, um, you could have like an other half on Bebo and that caused like so much drama. Incredible. So it like didn't even have to be like your defining relationship status. Like my other half could be you. It would have been, obviously. And like if Bebo exists now, it probably would be you. But um, yeah, so then like, then you could like delete the other half and then like you just get like a little notification being like such and such has deleted you <gasps> as the other half and you were like what the fuck so then you would like add another person as your other half to make them jealous it was like that's where the toxicity of the internet began was Bevo. definitely and then you could write so it was like give somebody love and that meant like you wrote on their little wall and was like hi and then it was like such and such gave you love and then you could like click on like the homepage and see who gave who love and stuff it was so dramatic Bebo was so dramatic incredible I loved it I loved the drama of Bebo now jumping forward I feel like the next logical place to go is Facebook okay let's I'm gonna say a couple of words that might just trigger some memories for you (laughs) go for it like for like oh Jesus (laughs) Also, um, inbox me for a rate. Shit. <laughs> or um, inbox me a number between one and a hundred and I'll um, tell you what I honestly think of you. <laughs> Did you do any of these Oh, trends? my God. I was thirsty for a like for like, man. Like I, oh, Jesus. That was like the peak of validation. <laughs> like a lot uh, well we had like like for a tbh oh or, another good one or like oh my god do you remember okay oh my god i've just like unlocked a core memory <laughs> i'm ready do you remember like like for a cc no the so like for a cc was like cute so cc stand for cute couple and then <gasps> Like the person that they would CC you with got tagged in the post. Yes, I do remember this. Literally fucking humiliating. Excellent. Oh god. I think for for me it was like it was like I feel like replies had had come into play by then too. So it was like you commented and then they would reply with who they thought you should be with. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, and that was also the stir pot for drama. Oh. The CC page. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, like a like for a rate or like like and I'll rate your best feature. <gasps> yes. And then, like, people would be like, you're really nice and you're really pretty. <laughs> like that was or, like, the generic response. Or it would be like like for a like and a dislike and they'd say like the thing I like about you is that you're really, really nice. The thing I dislike is that we don't talk. Yeah, we don't talk that much. Or like, like, I did year seven maths with you. Dislike, I don't do year seven maths with you. <laughs> like people were like, 
it was like borderline there were some girls who just like went straight to the point like like um I like your hair dislike you have like four beaver teeth like there was like people who just like really ripped the bandaid off but there was a lot of people who just like danced around it completely and I think yeah you go well I was gonna I was gonna say I feel like eventually we were like okay if we if we like do it out in the open like that it's bullying but if we do it anonymously then it's like not bullying and And then ask fm (laughs) oh my god will you ask fm queen oh my god my skin is like jittering (laughs) like ask fm like the amount of assemblies my school had because of fucking ask fm was a nightmare like oh my god ask fm and i remember like girls would just like anonymously message themselves and like cyber bully themselves and then respond like who's this on my page I remember that. Like, okay, I don't even remember who it was at my school who did that. But then there was, like, a huge, like, assembly and, like, everyone's Ask FM went into, like, investigation about it. And then she was like, it was actually me. And we were like, what? (laughs) Yeah, I don't even remember who. But, like, Ask FM was terrible. Oh, it was savage. It was absolutely brutal and i'm so glad that in 2021 it does not exist honestly if it existed in 2021 people would be so cruel oh my god it was awful like so bad ask fm was oh <laughs> i got like profusely bullied on RFM, like ask fm and i'm pretty sure it was like from girls that i danced with because they were like you're too fat for that leotard i was like okay <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh my god yeah but like oh shit so ask fm was behind a screen and then uh then we all got uh computers with video like laptops with um cameras and then omegle was born oh you know what omegle was like omegle was fucking fantastic for me and I say this in the sense that I was like 14 and I was a rager inside and I was like well I know one like none of my friends know I'm gay like I'm just going to talk to strangers on the internet about it obviously that's the logical answer don't talk to the people that you trust talk to strangers on the internet absolutely oh so I would just like yeah um, and cause like you could, um, put in like tags so you could tag conversations. So like you got matched with people with similar interests. Yeah. And so I would always like tag like gay and then I'd like talk to people ASL. Never oh, forget. Yes. Never forget ASL. And, um, and that was where I got my first internet boyfriend. Obviously you would, so you would match with people on Omegle and then take them over to your friends list on kick. <laughs> Oh. oh my god! Kick was oh. like the the iPod Touch MSN. Literally. Yeah. Anyways, back to Omegle. Oh yeah. So I remember my first internet boyfriend named Clayton. Oh, uh, god. From Clayton from Canada, who wow. played soccer. Like, upon further reflection, it was probably like a forty-year-old man that was like grooming me on the internet. Wait, you never saw him? I mean, like. 
he sent pictures. Like we no. sent. Did you not go on a Meagle video? No. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. But like he was 17 and I was like 14. <laughs> uh, and 14-year-old me was like, oh my God, a hot older boy likes me because he's got abs. <laughs> so I had a similar experience on a Meagle, but I went on a Meagle video because like I I just love talking to people. <laughs> So yeah, I went on a Meagle video and I met this guy named Cameron and he was from the US and I was like, he looked like, uh, like any typical like Disney Channel movie hottie. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I, I knew him face to face. So like, I was like, this is a real person. Anyways, like he became my lover, like instantly. <laughs> As I do. And um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, like you're my boyfriend because um, you're in America. So I had this like American boyfriend here, this like Australian girlfriend, like we never talk. And then Facebook kind of like became a thing. And then we added each other on Facebook. And then I found out that he had a girlfriend named Lexi. Bitch. Literal bitch. I was like heartbroken. <laughs> I was devastated. I was like, how could you? And then I added Lexi because I was like, you know what? This is not going to fly with me. Literally. And, like, I added Lexi and I was like, girl, what's the deal? And she was like, um, like, he, you live in Australia. <laughs> um, and <laughs> literally, like, 13, 14 year old ass is like, what do you mean you think it's not going to work because we live in different countries? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I had an Omegle boyfriend for a bit, loved him. Like, I don't think, like, I had the Omegle chat with him and then added him on Facebook and then we, like, never spoke. He was just my American boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> loved. I, I just thought he was, like, so cute. But, like, Omegle was, like, the height of sleepovers. Like, we would just, like, go into our rooms and then just, like, go on Omegle video and just, like, talk to people. And just, like, see, like, cringy old man penis. Oh, see, like... I was kind of fortunate where, like, I didn't really get old men. Like, I got kids, like, our age. Really? Most of the time, yeah. There you go. And, like, I mean, once in a while, don't get me wrong, you'd get an old man and you'd be like, oh, my God, that's fucking disgusting. Or my friend came up with, like, a really (laughs) funny, like, it was funny at the time. She's like, do you want to hear a joke? And then be like, okay. And she's like, knock, knock. (laughs) Like, who's there? She's like, disco. (laughs) disco who and he's like she's like disconnect bitch (laughs) like hang up and like we just thought that was funny obviously um it was like the peak of humor really comedic genius comedic genius um yeah so then omegle was that but yeah yeah like if i like saw someone that looked remotely older than me i'd be like no uh pedophile uh But, um, yeah, I just, like, if it was, like, someone our age, I'd just, like, talk to them for hours. Oh, my goodness. Loved Omegle. God, we did some embarrassing shit on the internet. Um, do you remember, like, Club Penguin and shit? Oh, yeah, love me a Club Pengu. Yeah, was obsessed. But, like, that shit was expensive. Yeah. It was, like, you were either, like, a base-level Club Penguin and everybody knew that you were a base-level Club Penguin or you'd like pay, or obviously it wasn't your money, it was your parents' money. You get them to pay like 50 bucks and then you can get like a pink fucking puffle or whatever the thing we call, like the little puff. Not thing. worth it, you know? No, no. But at the time it was like life or death. Yeah, right. 
it is time for our weekly Lent. Lent and vent. For Okay, I just want to jump back for two seconds. Um, for people who haven't listened to our first episode, Lenting is what you do in the 40 days leading up to Easter. Um, so I've just taken the religious context out of that term and um, decided to make it a segment where we just decide to get rid of things in our life. I just wanted to like clarify that because there could be some new listeners. It's true. So that's what Lenting is. And I hope that this is a cathartic experience for you as much as it is for us. <laughs> yeah, we just like encourage you to just get rid of any minor inconvenience in your life. It's truly a first world problem. Um, but yeah, Lenting is to be petty. <laughs> it's not like a deep thing. Let not, the pettiness. Yeah, exactly. Um, what do you have, Snooks? Well, I think um again, this is this is somewhat related to my Lent from last week. But yeah. I think this this week, um, I would like to Lent dust. Dust. I've had enough of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had to buy an air purifier. Yeah. And like, I feel like being in lockdown, I'm spending so much time in the house. So it's like affecting me more and more. Like I fucking wipe down every surface in the house every day, trying to get rid of the dust. Yeah. And it's, it's springtime too. It's, exactly. There's so much pollen in the air. Like I can't open any of the bloody windows in the house because it's just pollen city in here. I'm just like living off Telfast. Me too. It's like my morning ritual to take like a Telfast or a uh, Zyrtec. Literally. I just like dry scoop it with my (laughs) pre-workout. Woof it back. Woof it back. (laughs) What have you got for me this week? Um, I am going to Lent. I just said we didn't get deep. We're not getting deep, but this one's kind of deep. Who cares? Um, I'm going to Lent the like toxic nature of the like term body positive. Tell me more. So I was at the beach yesterday um, and I was like, you know what? There are parts of me that I absolutely love and I'm like all for it, but there's parts of me that I absolutely hate and I'm fine with that. I completely agree. Does that make sense? It makes so much sense. I, like, I, like, I'm all for like self-love and like discovering your self-worth and being like a worthy person and like being the best possible version of you. I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. But like I sometimes look at myself and I'm like, I really hate this part of my body, but I'm like fine with that. Yeah. I'm into this as a concept. I makes, like, I feel like... I don't know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, but I'm like, oh, like, so for example, I have like a lot of scars on my stomach because I've had a lot of like surgeries for my endo. And I like look at the scars. I'm like, I hate those scars. I'm like, and like, maybe it's like a deep insecurity thing for me just to be like, it's easy for me to cover it up with like, I hate it instead of like, I'm feeling really insecure about it. But like, I've just come to terms with like, that is, it's there. I don't like it, but it's there. But I also don't think that it has to mean that you love yourself any less. No, I don't. I do not not love myself. Of course I love myself. But like, I just, yeah, I'm just like, well, this is a part of me that I don't like as much as like this part of myself. I 
I'm so into this concept. Like, I think there's like so much like toxic positivity, like yeah. being like, I just have to be positive about it. And you know, like, I agree. Like I genetically have a very interesting body shape. A yeah. very, this is one of a kind. This looks, she's one of a kind. We're rare. And you know, like, like under my rib cage on like the very sides of my body, I have these massive divots and it doesn't matter how much weight I put on. It doesn't matter how much muscle I gain. That's never going to go away. That's a genetic part of the makeup of my body. I don't like it. I don't like the way that I look. Well, that specific part of the way that I look, but it doesn't mean that I don't love myself. Yeah. I'm like, obviously I think I'm fucking all right. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, yeah, I agree. I like, I think people think that being body positive means you have to love every part of your body. Yeah. I don't know. This all stemmed from like, I posted a bikini haul on TikTok and then someone commented like, wow, you're so brave with my thing. And I was like, I didn't think, I didn't, I don't know. Like that took no amount of courage. And I think my dream for the world is where people shouldn't have to feel brave to do something like that. Yeah. Like, so I deleted the whole video because I was like, I don't want people to like look at me like that because I'm just wearing a bikini. Totally. But I, and I think it also links back to what you were talking about in episode one about the, like the dress TikTok series. Yeah. yeah. Of like, it's like a really, ne- it, it can feed a really negative culture yeah not not intentionally no not at all not at all I was just like yeah I don't know I just wanted to lend that (laughs) because I was like yeah I do love myself and I love so many qualities about myself but there's also like parts of myself and many personality qualities that I'm like I don't like that you know and that's okay like coming to terms with that is okay completely and I mean, us Dook says we are all about self-love. Oh, like completely. I love me. I'm an icon. I love you. You're an icon. I love everyone who's listening. They're an icon. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean it. I'm into it. Yeah. Anyways, didn't mean to bring it down at the end, but like just had to say it. <laughs> and you know what? That's what this podcast is all about. Just we say. come on here and just say what we feel. Yeah, absolutely. Love it. And in saying that, I think that is a wrap on episode four. Big rappuccino. I can't believe we're like when like after this episode, we've made five, like going to make a fifth and like a fifth episode. That's crazy. It's it's mind blowing. I think when we started this project, we thought it was going to be like some of our other beautiful little projects that we do like once. And then we like, I like mm, not vibing it. Well, it, but, was, it was originally going to be Tweevil Tube, which was like going to be a YouTube channel. And we were like, nah, but this feels right. This feels so good. Oh, loves it. Loves it. Um, so if you haven't already and this is your first time listening to us, please go back and listen to all of our previous episodes. Yeah. Um, also recommend this to your friends if you enjoyed listening to it. 
please do share it around spread the dooksy love because we love you hot thank you so much for listening guys we will talk to you next week Thank you.